Sukkah Daf Lamed Ches, 20 lines from the bottom of Lamed Zayin Rebbez at the Mishnah. Up until now, in the parak of Lulav Agazel, we spoke about a Lulav, we spoke about a Dasim, we spoke about a Rabbis, we also spoke about Esrig, we also had a Mishnah that spoke about if Lulav Tzarech Agad or if Lulav Ein Tzarech Agad. We also had a Gemara yesterday at the end of the Amid that we spoke about right before the Mishnah that the Gemara mentioned that the Bracha of a Lulav would be Al Nitulitz Lulav. However, we never had a Mishnah that spoke about the Bracha on Lulav, and we also didn't speak about what you do when you make the Bracha Lulav. And our Mishnah starts and discusses the Nanuim that we do during Halal, and we missed that little part about speaking about the bracha as well as shaking of the lulav when you make the original bracha. We'll discuss that in a moment. And prior to starting our Mishnah, let's just start with a quick Haktama which will help us for this Mishnah as well as for the end of the Daf today. When we say Halal on Yom Taivim or on Chanukah, as opposed to on Reish Chodesh or the last days of Pesach where we only say Chatzah Halal, we actually are saying six Kapitel Chatilim. We start with Kufi Gimel, which starts Haluka Halu Avdei Hashem, and Kufi we'd say and then we continue with Kapitel Kuftas Vav when we're saying the full halal and we say Loi Lanu otherwise we skip to the middle of Kuftas Vav and we say Yivarech Espez Yisrael and then once again if we're saying the full halal we continue with Kuftas Zayin Ahavti Kish Mashem otherwise if we're only saying Chatzel we'll go to the middle of Kuftas Zayin and we say Ma'ashiv then we say Kufi Zayin which has only two Psukim Halu Hashem Kol Goyim etc and then we say Kufi Ches now Kufi Ches is actually a very long Kapitel it starts with Hoyle Hashem Kitab Kilim Chastoy it continues through the Kila and Chasais, it goes to Min and it goes all the way till the end of Halal when we say prior to saying Yahalucha. And then we end off with a bracha called Yahalucha, and we end off Baracha to Hashem, Melch Mehula Batish Bachais. So, with all this in mind, let's start the Mishnah of At what point do you actually wave or you shake your Lulav during Halal? And the Mishnah states, When we're saying Kapitel Kufi Ches, which starts we wave it over there, and we also wave it at the end of that Kapitel when we once again, say Hoi Blashem Kitayv Hila Elam Chastay Uva Ana Hashem Mashiyana Divrei Beisil Beisil holds that you also wave the lulav when you say Ana Hashem Mashiyana, which is actually a half a pasuk in the middle of Kapitel Kuf Yud Chas, and over there it says Ana Hashem Mashiyana, and it also says Ana Hashem Etzlichala Zok Beisil. We also wave the lulav when we say Ana Hashem Mashiyana. Beishami Remember Beishami says Apa Ana Hashem Etzlichala. We also shake our lulav again when we say Ana Hashem Etzlichala, which is the end of that same pasuk. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva says Soifa Yisi Bragunil Rabbi Shua. I was watching from Leon Rabbi Shua, during the time that the entire nation was shaking their lulav and waving their lulav around, and then they even waved their lulav only by on Hashem not by on Hashem and of course they waved their lulav by because that's not a machlekes. But the point Rabbi Kiva was that even though most of the nation was actually waving their lulav like the Divrei Beishama, and they were waving both by on Hashem as well as on Hashem Rabbi Shua actually did not wave their lulav during that point, and they went like Basil, and they only waved the lulav by Ana Hashem and of course by Hodel Hashem Kitayu So the Gemara starts, we never spoke about the din of lulav, that there's a din to actually wave the lulav. So why would our Mishnah just start off and say, where do you wave it? Who said there's a din to wave your lulav at all? And that Gemara says, Hasim Kai, our tan is going on the previous Mishnah, and therefore the tan already knew that's a din to shake your lulav, and that's why the tan is asking, at what point during how do we shake it? And this of course takes us all the way back to the first Mishnah in Lulav Agazel, where the Mishnah stated, the minimum size of a Lulav is it has to have three Tvachim, which is the same share as a Hadas and a Rabbis, and you also need an extra Tefach in order to be able to shake the Lulav, then it's Kasha, that is the minimum size of a Kosher Lulav. The comment, therefore, our Tana says, now that we see that you need Nanuyim by a Lulav, so the Gemara is asking, at what point during Halal do we actually do the Nanuyim? And that's why we said, on and according to Beishamah, even by 
However, we learn out all dinam trufais from this pasuk, and Amr Abiyeh and Abiyeh continues in the Gemara and says, The symbolism of taking the actual shteilechem and the shteikim satzeres and waving them back and forth is actually showing that we believe that Hakadosh Baruch Hu runs the entire world, and and we take it and bring it up and down in order to show that Hakadosh Baruch Hu runs Shemayim and Eretz. As Rashi says, Mitzvazu on Oisin Lishmai came and we're doing this mitzvah for Hakadosh Baruch Hu that runs the entire world on all four corners of the world as well as up and down. And the Gemara now brings another version. And in the West, in Eretz Yisrael, they would learn as follows. When you wave the Shtei Alechem and you bring it back and forth, that's it's a simon that we shouldn't have harmful winds. When you bring it up and down, to hold back damaging and harmful dew that potentially could come. And that is actually the schus for these things that you bring in the Shtei Alechem and the Shtei Kitzetzeres. And based on this din, from the fact that we see that the schus of doing Tznufa is actually something that could hold back harmful winds and damaging do, and we turn and continue on Lama Chesim and Alf, Shiyar Mitzvah Ma'akvin Sopranis, we see from here that even some part of the Mitzvah, which is only a secondary part of the Mitzvah, it's not even Ma'akvin because we know Tznufa is not Ma'akvin, it's still going to hold back Pranis, it's still something that gives us a Kapara and a Kajbar who does good things for us based on doing even Shiyar Mitzvah, Shiyar Mitzvah, Shiyar Mitzvah, because the Tznufa itself is not Ma'akvin, but it's and holds back harmful winds and damaging do. And the Gemara continues and applies it to Agamar of Amrav. And now Rav says, of all that we just said about the truth of the Shtei Lechem and the symbolism and the schusim that we get based on the Shiora Mitzvah, that also applies to Lulav as well. And the Gemara continues, Rav Achabai Yaakov, Mamtulay Meisler, Rav Achabai Yaakov actually was he waved the Lulav frontwards and backwards, and he said, This should be like an arrow in the eyes of the Satan. And Rashi says, Because you're showing to the Satan, that he doesn't have any strength to hold us back from doing mitzvahs. And the Gemara says that even though he did it, Milsi is not proper to do this. Because by doing so, you're going to incite the Satan against you and he'll become more aggressive to try to get you to do Averis. Now, before starting the next Mishnah, let's just go back for a moment and say two quick points. First of all, Tais points out that why is it that Basil says that during Ona Shamashina, we're going to go and shake the Lul of the It's not the beginning of a capital and it's not the end of a capital until him. But he says because it's based on a Pasuk Dibra Yom that says, then we say that the trees of the forest will sing in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, referring to who love him and then continues in Divar Yom and says and therefore we do not know him during Haidu we also do not know him during Ana because the Pasuk continues over there and says which is similar to Ana and that's the remez to not know him and Tesis also points out that we don't find anywhere that during the time that we make the Bracha that there's a dim to shake it we know 
it says bin agbe nafipe. Once you pick up a lulav, then you yotze, and it doesn't say that you actually have to have nunuim. But Taisi says we see in the Mishnah that it says katan edel nanei chayv lulav that a katan that knows how to do nanuim he's chayv to take a lulav medim chenuch and lechayir. This katan doesn't necessarily know how to read and doesn't know how to do halal, and therefore it can't be that you do nanuim during halal. So therefore Taisi says it must be that you actually have to do nanuim during the time of the bracha. And then Taisi brings another raya because the Gemara in brachas and tefilas shachas says hikdim lotzus ledech if someone gets up early and he wants to go traveling you bring him the shayfa and he blows and then we see that you take the luv and you shake him that you could do nanuim even without saying hal and b'shas bracha you have nanuim also in our we were talking about bring it forward and backwards mashma you're only doing it to one side so the ritva actually says you do it to one side back and forth and that's what all you have to do but it still has the same simon that even though you're only doing it to one side you're still saying just like this side belongs to HaKadosh Baruch the entire world belongs to HaKadosh Baruch Rashi and Menachem says, they actually are going to shake it to all four corners of the world like we do. And actually, Taisa points out, the Atribimaneah three times on each side. And Taisa actually points out that this din of Tufa going to all four corners and showing this simon was actually specifically by Shavuos and by Sukkot because the Mishnah Rashi says, the Gzadin Nechtam on Atzeris, on Peri Se'ilon, and on Sukkot for water. And that's why we shake Alulav to show these ideas that we shouldn't have harmful winds and damaging dew, which of course will affect our Peri as well as water. And we continue with our Mishnah Misha Berbadarach. If someone's going traveling, and he didn't have a Lulav, when he gets to his house, even if he starts his suit and he forgot to take his Lulav and make a Bracha, like Rashi says, you have to stop your Suda, and then take your Lulav and then continue with your Suda. If you don't take your Lulav in the morning, you could still take it in the afternoon. Because the entire day is Kashal Lulav, even though, of course, you should take it right away in the morning because of Zriz and Makdim Lomitzas. And we begin our Gemara. Amr, we said, that you have to take your lulav even though you started eating the meal, you stop your suda. So the Mishnah stated that you have to be Mafsik Yisuda. For many, I'll ask you a question from Mesech the Shabbos. In the Mishnah Mesech the Shabbos, it says that once it's summer, a person's not allowed to go to take a haircut, not allowed to go to a barbershop. You're also not allowed to start a suda. You're also not allowed to go to the Dintaira. But the Mishnah over there says, if you already started and you started a haircut, you started a suda, and then it came to the time of Mincha, the din is you don't have to stop. So why is that over here we say you have to stop and over there we say you could continue. So Rabbi Safra, Rabbi Safra explains, Loikash is not If you still have time in the day, you can still dab in Mincha, so therefore you don't have to stop your Suda. However, over here we're talking about a person that's coming home and it's already getting late in the day and he doesn't have time to go and do Lulav, then you have to stop your Suda in order to take your Lulav. Um, Rabbi, Rabbi says, My Kusha, what's a Shverakai? How can you compare the two Dinim? We're talking about Lulav, over there we're talking about Mincha. Maybe the difference is over here we're talking about a lulav which is deraisa, therefore we have to stop. Over there we're talking about mincha, which even though tefillah is deraisa potentially according to Rishonim, but once you daven once in the day, you don't have to daven again mid and therefore it's only drabbanim by mincha, and therefore you don't have to stop Yisuda. So if there was a question that Rav Safra had to have an answer on, this is the question. Our Mishnah itself says, when you walk into your house, right away you have to take lulav, and you forget, you have to stop Yisuda, and you have to take your lulav, and then at the end of the Mishnah, right away, we say in the Sefer, if someone doesn't take the lulav in the morning, then you can still take it till the afternoon. So you see, there's no din to be mafsik as long as you take a lulav at some point during the day, that's fine. On that, on that, on that, on that, on that, the beginning of the Mishnah is talking about a person that doesn't have more time, and therefore you have to stop your suda and you take your lulav. However, the end of the Mishnah, where it says that you could be if you have time, then you have time.
you have time to wait till the evening and you don't have to be mafsim. But on Rabzeir, Rabzeir says, my question, what's the question? Even what Rav is saying from our Mishnah, it's not even Shver. Dilma, maybe what the Mishnah says is as follows. You have to stop your meal and mitzvah laf sukkah, even if it's Yesh Shoyz you really have to stop. But if you didn't stop, then you have to take the lul, because the entire day is kashalul. Really, the reason Rav Safar had to have a terrorist and say, was actually talking about a steer between our Mishnah, where we said if you come home in your middle of the Suda, you have to stop your Suda and you have to take your Lulav, which is says to the Mishnah in Shabbos that says if you started a Suda and you didn't have a Mincha, you don't have to stop. And are you going to ask me because our Mishnah is talking about Lulav Deraisa and over there we're talking about Rabbanan, and our Mishnah is actually talking about a Din Rabbanan of Lulav because we're talking about the second day of Yatav and all additional days of Yatav, which is only Rabbanan. They can not mean and I'll bring you right Amish is talking about on Chalamite and not on Yotav itself because we said he's traveling now if you're traveling you must be that you're not on Yotav because on Yotav you're not allowed to travel a far distance because you have to stay in the Trum and by the fact that the Mishnah specified that a person was traveling it must be it was telling us that he's coming from a faraway place and it was on Chalamite and therefore the Mitzvah of Lulav was only Drabonon and therefore the question is actually very good why in a Mishnah which is the only Mitzvah Drabonon of Lulav that we say we have to stop a meal and over there Mesech the Shabbos who is also a Din Rabbanon of Tefillah and the Mishnah over there says if you start your Suda you don't have to be Masik for Tefillah and that Rav Safra says the difference is over there yes choice beyond and therefore you don't have to stop over here it's Ein choice beyond there's not enough time and therefore you have to stop and you have to do Natila's love and then continue with the meal now in order to understand the next Mishnah we need a small Hatama most people in those days did not know how to read and even if they did they weren't Sudur necessarily and in order to be Yaitz Tefillah the Chazim would daven and they would listen to be Yaitz with and just like by Bracha, we answer Amen when we want to be Yaitzah through Shemei Ka'ina, they also used to have responses that they would say when listening to Halal from the Shneir Tziba, according to Rashi, after every Pasuk of the entire Halal, they would reply Haluka, and if he ties on the Beis, they would only respond Haluka during Kapitol Kofir Gimel, and then by each successive Kapitol, they would respond based on the first words of that Kapitol. So for example, when the Chazan said Kapitol Kofir Dalad, they would respond B'Tseh Yisrael after each Pasuk, and then in order, Lo'ilon and then for Kufiyotes, they would say, after each Pasuk. Now this works very well if the person that's been mighty you was a Gadol, because you could be Yitz with Shemeya However, Amish starts and says, if there was an Ebed, a slave, or an Isha, who's not Chayiv in Halal, because it's Mitzah Seishah's Magrama, or Cotton that's reading Halal from the Amid, and is the Chazen, then you have to actually repeat every single word that they say, because otherwise you won't be Yitzah. The Tavalim era, and it actually should be a curse to you because you should know how to read. And you see a woman or an Ebed or Katan knows better than you. And Rashi says, Vim Lama, that if you actually know how to read Tavalim era, then you should have a curse from a Vazaz Kayin, could be Vazakaj Baruchu, Lasi Shluchu Kailu, to make such Shluchim like an Ebed Isha or a Katan. Also, Ayin Taisus about Isha, that maybe a woman, Ain Chanami, is Potter over here on Sukkot, but in Gea Pesach, she might be Chayav Midraisa because Afhein Hayab Isanes, Ayin Sham. And the Mishnah continues, Im Hayagadol Makraisa. However, if the Halal is actually being read by a Gadol, and therefore you could be Yaitu with Shemeya then you do like a minute, which is to say Haluka after every single Pasuk, like Rashi explains. And Rashi even brings down from Mesech the Saita, where the Gemara speaks, Ketzer Am Yisrael Shir B'Yam, how did Klai Yisrael say, Oz Yashir B'Yam, and he says, Kegadol HaMakras Halal, the Gemara actually says, like a Gadol that's reading Halal, Vehim Oin Achav Haluka, Moshe Am Ashir Hashem, Moshe said Ashir Hashem, Vehim Amrim Ashir Hashem, Moshe Am Kegagah, Vehim Amrim Ashir Hashem, Almodak called 
Ein Haluka. Every single Pasuk, they would say Haluka, and Lefi Taisis would come out that Ein Echadami on the first parak, on the first capital, they would answer Haluka, but on the other prakim, on the other capital, they would answer the refrain based on the beginning of that capital, as we said before. So, for example, during the capital of Betes Yisrael, they would be responsive and say on every single Pasuk, Betes Yisrael. And the Mishnah continues, Makim Shinogu Lichbal Yichbal, Lifshat Yifshat. In addition, as Rashi said, there was a minig that since the actual capital of Hoidlashim Kitaiv is actually something where every single Pasuk is at least doubled, and Ayin Rashi, they brings down all the Pesukim, but to start off with Hoidlashim Kitaiv Kalim Chasu, which is at the beginning of the capital, as well as the last Pasuk of that capital, and then we continue with three similar Pesukim. It says, Yomino Yisrael Kilim Chastai, we say Yomino Beisaren, Yomino Yirei Hashem Kilim Chastai, and therefore you see those Pesukim three times. Then we start with Amin Amesa, and if you go through every Pasuk, you'll see that they're actually doubling up, and they're having something to do with the prior Pasuk, as we see. And at the end of that parak, it actually doesn't double up, and therefore the minig is that even at the end of the parak, we will double up all of those Pesukim, and some say there was the minig actually to actually be careful the entire hollow because we saw it in this parak. But the Mishnah also tells us that if the minig of your Makim is not to be careful, not to double up the Pesukim, then that's a fine minig, and you could go according to that minig. In addition, of course, the first bracha that we have at the beginning of hollow Baruch that for sure we say because every mitzvah that we do we however we're talking about the bracha that we're making at the end of how we say and we say some had the minute to make such a bracha and some did not everything is based on the minute and we begin the Gemara now we just spoke about the evident Isha or cotton being mighty someone so the Gemara says even though the halacha is as Rashi says no one's on this din that Ben Mivarach Laavid ve'Evin Mivarach Laavid ve'Ishim Mivarach Zabayla that a child that's under Ben Mitzvah or a Eved or a woman could be Mivarach and be mighty their father or their master or their husband and Rashi points out that although generally we say that someone's only Chayiv Midrabanan can't be mighty someone that's Chayiv Midraisa however over here we're talking about that the father or the master or the husband only ate a shared Rabbanan a Kazayis or Kabeya because Midraisa the only time you Chayiv Bechsamazan is only when Velchatav Savati had Kadeisviya and therefore the father is only Chayiv Midrabanan and benching, and therefore a child or a woman or an evid could be mighty them because they are drabbanan and then be mighty a drabbanan. And keep in mind, even though Rashi didn't specify that Achreinim already deal with this, that Lachir the child had to also eat a sheer deraisa. Otherwise, you'll have two drabbanans of the child trying to be mighty one drabbanan of the father, and the same thing by a woman or by an evid. And the Gemara continues, even though they could be mighty them, but the Chacham still said that a curse should come to a person that his wife or his child or his evid has to bench for him as Rashi says, it must be because he never learned. We continue with the Gemara. Amr Rav Rav says, we turn to Lapla Machas on the base. Hilchas Gavirta many major halachas that we can learn from the way that we're known to say hal nowadays. In the times of Rav, instead of the Shlir Tziva saying the entire hal and us responding hal luka, as we said before, the minute became, as Rashi brings down, nowadays that we're all bucking and saying hal and we all read it by ourselves, the Alpha became, even though we all can read ourselves, we respond twice Haluka, even though that's actually not our minute nowadays, but that was the minute during the time of Rava. We also respond which is our minute nowadays. We also say There will be six different deen that we learn from the way we say Halal that shows us what the Halachas were if you had someone that wasn't a Baki or someone that was a Baki. So number one, who Haluka that the Chazan would get up and say Haluka, and then the would actually be responsive and say the word haluka mikan shemitzvolanis haluka, and the reason why we do this is to show us that even if someone's a bucky and therefore he could actually say hal, 
halal, you always have to say the word haluka after the Shlir Siba starts halal. And Taisa points out that even though we didn't mention over here, look what happened to the bracha. Zok Taisa, the hashta inu parish hechman vachin, shagamat siba chayom levach, kayim shayashilo. Of course, the tziba has to say the bracha by themselves together with the chazim. Vishem akum levachin yachad. Taisa says, maybe everyone made the bracha first all together. Vafu pishat siba shayiskin. And even though that afterwards the tziba actually keeps quiet because the chazim first says the word haluka by themselves, that's not considered hefsek ayin taisus. And Rav continues. The second theme we learn from the way we say hal nowadays, who oim halu avde Hashem. The Chazan continues and says the words halu avde Hashem. And he continues with that pasuk. Vein oim haluka. And then the kal, the congregation, will respond and say the word haluka. Mikan. From here we have a remez and a zecha. Shem haygodol makra esay oin achav haluka. If there's a gadol that's going and reading hal for the tzibur and they don't know how to read like we did in the old days, then everyone answers haluka. After every single pasuk, according to Rashi, the entire halal, and according to Tesis, in the first capital you would say haluka after every pasuk, and in the second capital it says Yisrael, you would say it says Yisrael, etc. As we explained before, the third thing we learn from the way we say halal, who am Hashem? The Chazan says the Hoid Hashem kitayu kila mchasay vehein oimim, and we respond and we say Hoid Hashem kitayu kila mchasay mikan shemitzvulanis Rashi prakim. From here we see that in the olden days when they would be yisa with the Chazan, the first pasuk of every single capital they would actually repeat after the Chazan. So for example. By B'tseis Yisrael, they would actually respond on the first pasuk and say B'tseis Yisrael, and the same thing by Hoid Lashem, they would do that as well. Now, why was the minute to do this by Hoid Lashem Kitayu Kolim Chaster, which is Kapitel Kufi Ches, and why didn't we do it by Kapitel Kufi Dal, which is B'tseis Yisrael, which would teach us the same thing? I am Berishayim. If Manami, we learned a similar din. Am Rav Chanan Barova Mitzvah Lanis Rashi Prakim. It's a mitzvah to respond and say the first pasuk of every parak, even when you are being yitzer from a shliach tiba. The fifth din is Hu Oimah Ona Hashem Hashina Vehin Oimah Ona Hashem Hashina. We have a minute nowadays that the Chazan says on Hashem Hashino, and then the Kahal responds and says on Hashem Hashino. Mikan, from here we learn out It's just a remez and something that gives us a zeichah and remembrance that if a cotton would be makre and actually try to be mighty someone, then you can't be mighty with them without actually repeating every single word after them because otherwise you won't be yaitzah. Because of course a cotton can't be mighty someone. And the fifth minute that we have nowadays is that the Chazan says on Hashem Tzlichna and then we respond and we say on Hashem Tzlichna Mikan here we learn out as we said in the Mishnah that if someone and the minute of the Mokim is to double up all the Psukim of Hal then we would double up all the Psukim of Hal now just keep in mind and Tyson is bothered that L'Chaya on Hashem Hashina and on Hashem Tzlichna is actually one Pasuk and we're splitting up the Pasuk in the middle and we know the Gemara Megillah says Emaf Sikim and Pasuk El Yitinekis Zok Tyson Hachishani Shamru Shnei Bini Adam because there are two different people saying it the Chazan saying it and then pausing to let the I'll say it, and that's not a problem. And the Gemara continues, There's a sixth thing that we learn from the way that we say Hal, that the minute used to be that the Chazan would say, and then the Kahal would respond and say, We would do this in order to remind us and be a Zecha and a Remez that there's a Dim Shemekaina. Even though the Chazan said, we didn't say it, we were Yitzah with his Amira, and therefore all we have to say is, And as Rashi points out, from here we see, if someone doesn't know how to read or to answer, but if he listens and he has just to listen even if he doesn't respond to anything else he is you should be quiet but if you listen while you're saying and listen it's like you responded and when they finish then you go back to say and and of course there's a famous where Tyson says that you shouldn't do that you should continue because since you're going to be which I may that's as if you spoke and therefore 
that would be Hefzik in middle Shemeneshe, Ayin Taisis, and this Machlekes Rashi Taisis is a very famous Machlekes Rashi Taisis, and it's relevant to many different areas in Halacha. And the Gemara continues, Boimunem Rabchiyu Ba'aba, they ask Rabchiyu Ba'aba, Shomvli Onamau, woe be then if you listen, but you didn't respond as we said before. So Amlu, he responded, Chakimai, wise people, the Sifrei, and the teachers, Reishi Amad, the leaders of our people, the Dasha, and the Dashanim Amu, Shomvli Onam Yatza, that if you heard Halo, you heard a bracha, and you didn't respond afterwards, either you didn't say Haluka or you didn't say Amen, you're still going to be Yatza, as we explain, it manami we learned to us all. Amr Bishum Bapazi, Amr Bishum Balei, Bishum Bakapara, Minayin L'Shemei Kaina. How do you know this concept of Shemei Kaina? Because it says in the pasuk, and this is a pasuk in Malachim, and it's talking about Yeshio, and it says as called Divrei Asefa Shakara Melchuda that all the Sefer that Melchuda was Yeshio that he read. The Gemara says Vichy Yeshio Karn Valei Shafan Karn. Did Yeshio really read it? But Shafan actually read in front of the king, as it says in Malachim Beis and Perakot Beis. But he wrote Shafan of their Melch that Shafan read this letter of Teicha in front of the Melch. Elder the Gemara says. From here, you see that there's a concept of Shemei because by the fact that it says that Yeshua read it and really Shafan read it and Yeshua only listened, so we see Shemei Kaina. But the Gemara asks, how can you be right? The Dilma busted Quran with Shafan, Kari Yeshua, Enoch Nami, Shafan read it first, but then Yeshua read it again. Don't think like that. It says in the Pasuk, that Hulda actually told him that you're actually going to have a kapara because you did tshuva, because you softened your heart and you machni yourself in front of Hashem when you heard the word. And when you heard it, not when you read it. So you see that Yeshua never read it, and still we said that he actually read it. So you see, it must be based on Shemei Kaina. Amrav Rav says, When a person's saying how, don't say the word and then afterwards take a break and a breath, and then say You should make sure to say the name of Hashem together with because if you take a break and you take a breath, Rashi says, It looks like you're just saying the Shem Hashem for no reason. And we will skip the next two lines and we'll t- continue on Lama Tesem and Alv. Amrav Rav says another din. A person shouldn't say Yeshme Rabbah and then take a break and a breath and then say Mavarach. Hello Yeshme Rabbah You should make sure to say Yeshme Rabbah Mavarach without a break and without a space and you should say them together. Amrav Rav Safar. Rav Safar said about Rav, Maisha, although I consider you the God of and I have a lot of chashivas for you and a lot of respect for you. However, Shabba Karmit, are you really saying well? In both of these cases that you said you should take a break there's no problem take a break because as Rashi says since your intent is proper to say and by to say therefore that's not an issue now just keep in mind there's a Tyson Brachas that gives us two Pshatim in Yehishmerabba either Pshat in Yehishmerabba is Yehishemka the name of Yudke should become great when Mashiach comes it will become Yudke Vavke and then we say it like a Kama and we say that name of Hashem should be benched forever and ever the other Pshat is Yehishmerabba that the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu should be benched forever. According to the second shot that we just said, our Gemara makes a lot of sense. You can't say Yehishmin Rabbah and then Kama Mavarach because that's not shot. However, according to the first shot that we said, Lachari, it actually would make sense to actually take a break and make a Kama and say Yehishmin Rabbah and then Mavarach So from this Gemara, it's actually Mashmah like the second shot over there, Ayin Shom, and we will stop over here.